Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Expanse, Season 1, Episodes 9 and 10, they're called Critical Mass and Leviathan Wakes, it is the double season finale of Season 1, we've been catching up and we've finally come to the end of this this journey, so we've got both episodes, full spoilers, as always, on our reviews, so let's get into it. I will say this, there's a couple of things that I was expecting them to get to in the finale, <laughs> that now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, huh? We never actually saw the ship from the UN arrive at the Ditko. Yeah, and we were convinced that was going to happen. I it think was, we, we mentioned it last time. It's because of the episode before, it's like, oh, they're coming in two days. Oh, perfect, right, so that's building up. And especially with the way that this show's been paced, where it always sets something up, and then it's typically the next episode that it gets addressed. Oh, it left a lot of things ready to go for season it did. two. Yeah, Which we, that's... leaves me excited, because I kind of have a vague idea of what to expect going in now. Yeah, yeah. Like I, th- I think, as much as I would have preferred to watch it last year when it was coming out week to week, I'm also not that upset that I don't have to wait a whole year after this episode. Yes, because this was very much oh, just come and find out next year. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky bastards. It definitely felt like a two-part finale because it start the way the way the whole thing starts with seeing Julie's side of the story, which yeah. I thought was a really great way to open because it was like. At this point, we've kind of put together all the pieces ourselves: the the two ships, the the Anubis, the all all of the ships. The, what they were intervening, why she was there, she was working in the OPA, how she was captive, she got out from the start, and that that was the first scene in the show. We've kind of pieced it all together by this point, but this was no. Here it is. You get to see it in real time, well, not real time, but you know what I mean. And in yeah. chronological order, here it is. I also like that because you could maybe argue these are two separate episodes. But this is one of the things that most makes it feel like a two-parter to me because that then we have... This is what we started the show with. We started the show by seeing her. So then we end the season by seeing her as well. Like we have that cyclical link there. Yeah, it's like a bookend. But even even if it wasn't what we'd seen at the start, it kind of reminds me of something that a lot of finales do. If there's a mystery all season, the finale just starts with it at the start. Yeah, and it's like, right, let's get this out in the open and deal with the consequences of it. Yeah, so it very much feels like a, a double finale. And mm. so, that's good. Uh, so I thought all that Julie stuff at the start was great to see. Uh, added a lot of context to what was going on and seeing her escape and get to the room. And it was not new information, but because we've been piecing it together all season, to just see it play out was actually very satisfying. It was. So, no, that's good. So obviously we come back into where we left off, holding the crew... Miller with her in the room. Other cops are showing up. Well, I say cops. It seems to be more company men or this yes. this party, this fourth party that we've been hitting that all season. And let's talk about what we learn about them first. I think then. Not enough. Really? You think not enough? I mean, there's plenty there. Don't get me wrong, but I still want more. Oh yeah, but. I feel fairly satisfied with the finale revelation that they are from Earth. Yeah, I mean, but then it, it starts to question that as well, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it, well, it answers what Johnson recognised. He, 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 the one scene we get with him is that he puts out this message saying, oh, the UN are coming to arrest me, but here's the truth. I'm broadcasting this video. Here's schematics of these, these ships and their drives. It was made on Earth. This is an Earth-made ship. Yeah. And... Even Avasarala on Earth, she realises that she is being shut out, that there's a conspiracy, and she plays along because she kind of gets the sense that she will probably be killed 
much like her friend, the ambassador, who seems like it was made to look like suicide. That's what it yeah. feels like now. And she's going to play along with that. So, certainly there is... It seems to be a faction of Earth. Seems to be. I'm not convinced for sure. You're not convinced for sure? I, I feel like ever since they they didn't kill Havelock way back in like what, episode 3, hmm. I, I don't trust this show anymore with what it presents to me as what this should be what it is. Interesting, we've not seen Havelock since... Since pretty much then. Yeah, the hospital stuff yeah. is the last time we've seen Havelock. I noticed it as I was saying it. I was like, huh, he kind of just disappeared. He really did. They might as well have killed him because he still fulfilled his role either way. You say that, he could pop in. He like, could. I, f- I feel like, like what, what if he's actually a double agent for this party? Well, mm, you know, what if he like, reveals them to be that and he shows up in this season, uh, the next season? You know, so that, that could be that could be cool. But yeah, so... That that was that was the sort of the main thing we learned about them is that they seem to be from Earth and the ships at the very least were built on Earth, and their end goal here on the Eero Station, which is kind of the bulk of the main plot here, is that they release this virus, this bioweapon, into the station to analyze what it does with this amount of people to yeah, take and over. it's they say we, they want it to learn. Yeah, it's a learning organism. It's oh, it's so, ex- this is the most exciting yeah. part. So, so clearly the Phoebe station they did a similar thing, but it was smaller. You know, maybe yeah. I'll say a hundred crew or something like that on there. Yeah, this is clearly the just a much bigger scale of what yeah. they were already doing. Whereas this is thousands and thousands of people, and they want to see what happens when it's thousands and thousands of people. So it's a very action-packed double episode. It's basically the crew trying to get off the Euro station as the virus is spreading, and the company men and the local police who are actually ex-gang who have been kind of planted so they can control them yeah. and then basically just discard them when the time comes Pretty by, much. by this third party and there's a lot of like, Holden and Miller get separated and they're like together and they, they also get radiation poisoning and they're sort of trying to deal with that throughout and they get back to the ship because the ship has meds that can deal with it because they have the technology but it's on the ship yeah I expect nothing less so they have to get back to the ship. Uh, whereas the rest of the crew are a little bit ahead of them, but they're travelling through the tunnels trying to get to the ship. So there's a lot of trying to get to the ship, is the, the gist of the episode. A lot of sneak, sneaking around. Uh, little gunfights. A lot of gunfights. I enjoy, I enjoy these episodes. I do think that it's not as good as maybe some of the highlights of the, the season, where I would say maybe 1, 4, and 8 would be my, my 10 I think I'd agree. Episodes. I think it, it did action, but it wasn't the space action of the other stuff. It wasn't the space action. Uh, I got really excited when they got to the ship and they had to like break out the that clamps cool. and all that. Yeah, that was that was good. I think the reason it's not maybe as amazing is it's very much just what it has to do almost for the end of the season. To to we've got this mystery and now this is all this stuff that you can look forward to coming next. So it, yeah. makes, it leaves me excited for season two, but at the same time, it wasn't entirely amazing in and of itself yeah yeah I, I think it was a really fun two part and it was really like action packed tense and very very sort of not quite die hard esque but kind of that whole it's in one location they're yeah. working their way through to get to, to get to the, the exit and there's some fun stuff along the way good good bonding stuff between Miller and Holden and them kind of sort of realising who each other are yeah, the, one of my favourite moments is when uh, Holden shoots the guy. Hmm. And he 
is just completely paralyzed. He he's horrified at what he's done. Yeah. And Miller just kind of expects that he should just be able to take this in his stride because of the reputation that he's got. Yeah, from the can and all all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was uh, some good growth there and seeing them play off each other and presumably they're going to be linked in season 2. It seems like maybe going that way unless they they drop Miller off because he wants to go and investigate something. Like It's possible. You know, like we're we're going okay, we're going to take these people down. I'm going to go and investigate this here kind of thing whilst they go off and do also, space space adventures if they do that i'd almost expect them to leave someone with miller though for him to play off oh maybe maybe i can see that but even if they don't i can see them being in constant communication this time though yeah and working together actively yeah, throughout the season so that, that that could be a really nice change in dynamics speaking of character stuff amos is like <laughs> amos is so screwed in the head i, I don't know what even i kind of love him because he's doing this thing where you think he's kind of on edge, and he, and he well, he is on edge, but like, because of that moment where uh, Miller's partner from Eros, Semitimber, whose name you're going to tell you, Semitimber, he like he does the whole thing with no, we're not waiting for your holding, we're 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 going, you know, he holds a gun up to Nagata, and Amos kind of seems to agree with him, yeah, and he walks off screen to do what he said, and then he just shoots him from behind. He's like, I loved it. I mean, that was good. He's like, uh, you, you say, we wait, boss, we wait. And it's almost this weird thing where he's he's almost just a mindless soldier for now. He's so relaxed about it as well. Yeah. Like, I love the parallel between him and Holden, obviously, when, when when we see Holden shoot someone and he's just so horrified. And he's just like, eh, whatever, whatever yeah. I gotta do. And then you've got Miller kind of in the middle who's sort of disgruntled, but he's sort of used to doing it when he needs to. He does what he has to but yeah. he doesn't enjoy it whereas Amos is just like nah whatever I don't to, care. To a fault almost because there's that bit when they're in the Pachinko arcade and Miller's like well let's start fighting through them he's about to go out with his gun guns blazing he's like no no let's check the rest of the room find out if there's another exit. Yeah. It's like uh, I suppose uh, that's maybe the smart move. I do love I like that scene as well it's a very cliche scene almost you know where yeah. the guy's there and they're hiding under the, the machines it's well done, though, because he, he, the, the guy notices Holden and then Miller grabs him from behind, and it's a very... It is. Yeah, and it's it's actually scene, very well directed, that. Yeah, so that's another moment where Holden and his humanity, is he's realising he's helping kill someone. You see him, mm. like, he's struggling to hold him because they need to hold him, but as, as the guy's dying, you can see that in his face that he's struggling yeah. with what's going on. So uh, we, we get, obviously, another big thing with the, uh, the, the party, though, is seemingly high up in the ranks is Julie's father. Yeah. It's almost like the OPA or Julie herself knew about what was going on to an extent or knew that there was something to investigate mm. because of that connection. And we actually see him in the flesh. He's, he shows up on Earth at the end. Yeah, which makes you wonder, which is one of the things that makes you think maybe it is an Earth faction. Mm. But at the same time, it's, I don't know, like, are they doing it on... Even though he is clear, like an Earther, we know that. And well, I don't involved. think it's more than that. The, the, the woman, the, the guy who works with Avasarala all the time, yeah, yeah. he's clearly in on it as well. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, is it on like the authority of Earth, or is it just something that they're doing as their own entity? Like you know how the OPA isn't oh. a planetary embodiment. Oh, I was never, I, I was never arguing one way or the other. Well, no, but I think like the Akara's Avasarala's friend that we're talking about here. That's friends, all this term. But well, yeah. yeah, okay, but he—he's UN, right? Yeah. 
So I was wondering maybe if it is like actually like something that the government is doing, just like a, a covert. Oh, I, I don't think we know that one way or the other at this point. Yeah. I, I, I think it's definitely from Earth. I don't know if it's officially the government sanctioning it or if it's a th- another party on Earth that has infiltrated the government and is using some government officials like him to enact yeah. it. I don't know which one it is, but it does. Which at which point is is why I'm questioning: Is this Earth or is it? Do you, do you have to class it as this separate thing altogether, like the OPA? Well, you would, but I, I don't think that negates the the fact that it's Earth. It's okay. a faction from Earth. It's Earthers that are doing it. All right, yeah. Um, I I think that's not. Is that what you were getting at earlier when you said you weren't wanting to commit to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm not entirely sure it's just Earthers. Like, oh yeah, it could, that, uh... it could be. It could be some weird alliance between people from Earth and Mars, for all we know. But it's definitely people from Earth. Definitely high up people yeah, on Earth yeah. are there running are the show. People from Earth involved. Yeah. Running the show, I would argue. Yeah. At this point. Because uh, Julie's dad is like... He's upset she's dead when he finds out, but he's like, no, nah, right, do it. Yeah, he's very much one of the head, head, head honchos. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Infect the station. Let's see what this does. Let's yeah, watch it definitely. learn. Let's talk about the, uh, the bioweapon then. The thing... Because I don't know what else to call it at this point. Because God damn, it's cool. And it's funny actually, because obviously we see the spy from the previous couple of episodes. He runs into Holden, and Holden, learning from his past mistakes and dealing with him and being too soft, mm. does kind of like, "No, you're not coming with us." And he fires like shot. It doesn't shoot him, but he fires shots to scare him and make him go the other direction to show that he's not, you know, he's not playing ball. And the last scene of the episode is the spy. On the ship himself, I'm like, oh, he's still here. Oh, I wonder what we're going to see with him. And I, I, it's funny thing is the episodes were getting so quick, and this is like a compliment. You didn't realize it was the end. Yeah, this is a compliment to the the episodes here and the direction and the pacing and how much I was into it. As I didn't realize we were at the end of the episode. Well, I also think that is maybe a little bit of a negative in the sense that it feels like there should have been more still, like after, which obviously is because it's coming in season two. Well, they, they went with the the, the cliffhanger climax yeah. as opposed to the the, the roundy climax, but at the same time. This season was clearly the story and mystery of Julie and why she was on that ship. It was, and we, we got that answer. And so it completed that story. Hard to, yeah. hard to complain in that sense. And it opened up new things because it went to her father. Because now it's almost like, yeah, we've seen him on the video message or whatever throughout the season, but it's like, no, it's only now that we've answered that that we go up higher up the food chain. Yeah, so it finished that story. So yeah, that's last scene. Last scene in the space station, in Eros. I call it a space station. It's actually like inside an asteroid. They've built it. Yeah, I think all the the stations, like the big ones, are are they not? Series is kind of a big what asteroid series? station. Was it? I think I I, thought, I got the impression it was because they were like under the rock, like like you know, it looks like oh, tunnels sure. in the rock. It didn't. That's one stood out to me because every time they cut to a wide shot of it, it was like a peanut looking asteroid all the time, but just like the it ports was. at the side. Yeah, whereas I, maybe series is just bigger and they didn't cut out that far. Mm. That's fair, but yeah, so he's on this on the station. Uh, and we see like the glow. It's, it's almost like this thing because there's so many people for it to grow and learn and uh, infect from. That there's these little specks of light, these little blue embers of light, and you know it's coming from it because like, we've seen it glow. But we know it's going to be yeah. It's that. very clearly that is this is the thing. And it's he's coming around the corner and it forms people. It forms like out of these specks of light. It forms almost like hologram esque human shapes of people. Yeah. Possibly even of someone that he knows. Like I don't, I don't know if he's recognizing someone or if he's just shocked at what he's seeing. But I, I got the impression that it was one person moving around. Because do, do you ever see more than one at once? Oh no, because no, you, you, you see know. it like shift, don't you? Yeah. It so shifts. I got the impression maybe this was the thing. Like it had 
uh, almost like it was trying to make itself a body. All right. Well, you may be right. The way I was kind of reading it was that it starts off as a more indistinct, and then it was clearly a woman in the second time it appeared, or the final mm. time it appeared. And I was thinking if it was reading him, like it was trying to like form someone he recognised. So the first time it was less accurate, oh, and then it the, could be. Then the second time it was like, oh, this is someone he might actually recognise, like his wife, or because he mentioned mm. the family multiple times. He did. So the second time, or the final time, I should say, really, because it was like a few times it reappeared. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the final time, maybe it was his wife, because it was clearly a woman the last time. Yeah. And I was wondering if that was what it was doing, if it was trying to read him, and it was learning, like they said, it would. And then of course, it ends with the giant hand of it coming down and pulling him up, and that's a big final moment. Yeah, and that is cool. That's you, cool. you know, when it, and then it kind of pans up, and you just see yeah. it all the way up there, and it's like, damn, this thing's impressive. It's super sci-fi, it's super... And it's like, okay, right, so we're really opening this up in season two. And it's funny because I think earlier on in the season, I would have maybe like, is Avasarala more of an antagonist compared to the other heroes on the show? But getting into season two, it really feels like they're no, they're all on the same side. They're all yeah. It feels like she's their Earth connection. Yeah, they've not they've not encountered it yet, and I imagine they might cross paths in season two in some way. But yeah, it seems like she's going to be fighting the same fight in a different sort of battleground. Yeah, it does feel that way. Yeah, more, more espionage and tr- trying to... Because she even says that scene with her husband where she's, yeah, I'll, I'll play the role. I'll be a day yeah. behind and play my part. And she'll she'll try and do what she can from within. But, no. So, I, I think I think it sets up a lot of cool things for season two. It introduces to some new characters. It gives us... The team are still on the ship. Obviously, yeah. holding the Milligan out in time. There's, there's, there's some cool stuff along the way of them getting out, of course, where they, they think they're, they're done for and the door opens. And I love that Miller hallucinates again because he does it a couple of times where he sees Julie. Yeah. And it's actually Amos. And Amos is just looking there going, You look like shit. <laughs> and I yeah, that I love funny. that it's just him just stood there. Like, he's kind yeah. of got his head cocked a little bit. He's like, you, you, Are you going to get in? Yeah. But, but I, I like it though because obviously they're hallucinating a little bit and they're out of it because of the, the radiation on the their meds that they're taking to try and stave it off and uh, they get back in the ship uh, there's a small moment where it implies maybe Holden and Nagata might have a, a blossoming yeah I, w- I would say we maybe got hints of that throughout they've had good chemistry throughout yeah Yeah, I mean there's been maybe small moments like he obviously he confided in her right away yeah yeah. Uh, but you know and when we talked about when he opened up and she kind of jumped in and made sure she wasn't, where he wasn't the only villain in the room. Well, I knew as well, so you can be mad at me too. So the heat's not on. Yeah, him. and you even had I think it was uh, episode eight where they were they shared the stories. Yeah, yeah, just small things. If they are going that route, I'm ca- I'm oh, I can't buy it. Yeah, it doesn't feel super forced, it, it, especially when you spend all this time cramped in a small ship with you know only a couple of people. Yeah. It feels even more natural that you're spending that much time with someone. It's, you know, more likely. Especially if they go about it subtly. Like because it, here it's just kind of like they have a moment where their, their hands are holding and mm. it's just they've been through like a turmoil and he's thanking her for not leaving. Mm. I just, like, if it's small things like that, it just builds and it doesn't immediately go into, oh, let's have a sex scene and confess our love to each other. Yeah, if it did that, I think I'd be very disappointed. And I think given the, sh- the show's pacing and the way it's handled plotline so far, I wouldn't expect it to do that. No, I feel like it It, it can be subtle for, given how, you know, uh, big in scale it is and all these impressive visuals. It it takes a lot of time to do these subtle character moments. Hmm. 
Are we expecting a time jump when we, we go to season two? Yes. How big of a time jump? A couple of months. Maybe they've dropped Miller off with someone else and he's starting on the case i think i don't think we'll have to see them drop him off if that's what the route they're going yeah i can see that although i can see he's getting flashbacks to the decision to drop him off or something like that yeah at some point yeah so if not to that i can see he's getting flashbacks to the un ship hitting the dick cool that's the one thing that makes me think maybe not a time jump because that feels like that'll be a big event but i don't know in the in the same way that this season started with events were already in place that we didn't necessarily see i can see them doing the same thing with that yeah uh worth mentioning of course the villain team we also have this main scientist character who's kind of mm. ruthlessly taking the samples from julie and is the one sort of on the ground doing the stuff uh so we could get a bit of him i assume we'll see more of him in season two uh also just uh, something i really liked about the uh and in, in the flashbacks at the start when we see Julie's kidnapped and she's taken onto the ship, onto their ship. Yeah. And we see, like, they've got a woman here who seems to be the commander, or at least high-ranking, and some of these soldiers are walking around. I really like that scene because it felt like a huge deal that in episode four we'd seen them with their suits on, so we knew what their suits like. They looked kind of honeycomb, and we'd seen that. But just seeing them, like, with their, their helmets off, walking around and talking to each other, and, you know, just functioning on the ship interacting with each other like normal people it was like oh this is really interesting like it humanizes them which before yeah. they were these faceless monsters essentially whereas now they 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 have personality they're oh they're just people trying to do something yeah yeah but it, just, it was one of those things where because we hadn't seen it all season like this show has been very good with dishing out the information and withholding certain things to when it's the most impactful i think definitely and uh, I think it's done a good job at that. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like these last couple of episodes. I thought they were very good. Let's say not the best. I think the best ones have been almost the more contained episodes. They've been the ending of, of events. Hmm. Whereas this one is is the setup. Yeah, that's what... Oddly, the finale feels the least contained. It does. It feels like, oh, okay, we've given you your story. Now, here's give you a tease of what's coming up. Let's blow everything wide open. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Get action-packed episode, get all this big monster at the end, and you know where does the, where do we go from here? Do, does this bio weapon get released somewhere else? Do, do, do we? I don't so, know. So this is the thing: is it a bio weapon, or do we are we thinking alien life form? Huh. At this point, you know, alien life form seems like a likely thing. Yeah. Because it is so advanced and it is doing this weirder stuff. Yeah. And it feels like they found it rather than created. Yeah, it does seem that way. Well, obviously it's based on a series of books, so obviously the game plan is mapped out. Yeah. So I'm not worried about them not knowing what they're doing. Oh, no, no, I wasn't worried about that. I just meant more just speculative on, on our end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was good. It was good. It's a great it first season. I, uh, I'm so glad we went back and watched this. I'm looking forward Me to season too. two. Yeah, be a nice I, uh, addition to our our weekly staples. I really like, I I really love that I care about most of the characters at this point. Yeah, because I think early on, we didn't necessarily because obviously, oh, well, I mean, you never do early on, but I wasn't sure that some of them that I would grow to like. Yeah, I think by this point, 
Amos is kind of a weird one because he is so different and he's unhinged. But the other three, the, the crew on the ship, I all I care about them. I care about Miller. Yeah, I, th- I think my concern was initially they all felt, or most of them felt very cold and detached. But which kind of they grew. Over the grew season, yeah. yeah, especially when when you got them kind of dumped in this short little small place all together, they really grew off each other. And that, that was partly why episode six, where they made the choice to go out as a team back out into space and do something and try and solve the, the mission, where it felt like a big deal because that was them really coming together. So yeah. they really have grown throughout the season. There's been a good journey for the characters. Miller as well, of course, has went through this. Yeah, but he's gone on his own separate journey. Yeah, yeah. So... Which I, I like that it's managed to have his separate journey which is now kind of that now that's converged, but Avasarella's kind of gone on. But I mean, uh, we said earlier we initially thought she was going to be an antagonist, hmm. whereas now it's very clear she is a a good person, you know, trying to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah, because because she, she was so harsh in her methods in the first couple of episodes, it felt like it was going that way, but now it seems now she's kind of on the right side of things. I mean, to the same extent as them, it's hard to say, but the idea that she's not cool with manufacturing a war and you know potentially millions of lives being lost yeah. because of it and whatever and else. it feels like she was only that harsh be- in this first place because she was so desperate to avoid it yeah, yeah she was trying to stop this from happening but yeah here here we are we have we're at, at this juncture so no uh solid I, I feel like i feel like we should have much more to talk about the finale but it's actually Pretty straightforward. It's probably the most straightforward. It probably uh, is because it is just so uh, so much of it is just here. Have some gunfights. Have some fun. Uh, how satisfying was it watching Miller almost save the the guy who tried to kill Havelock and then shoots him anyway as he's running towards the elevator. It's pretty great. And then just turns to Holden and says, "Trust me, I had it coming." <laughs> was. That was. There's a lot of threads still there for again ship coming to Fred Johnson. Yeah, that's still there. We have so many people that Miller left behind on C Res. I think we'll go back to C Res. I feel like there's no way we're not going back to C Res at some point. And no, I agree. There was too many relationships there to be severed entirely. Yeah, so I think there's so much to do. I'm excited to see what the season one was very had a very good structure of. This is the Julie mystery. This is the Julie mystery on the ship. I'm looking forward to seeing what the season two. Yeah, you feel like they've got to have something in mind because. As much as this is kind of almost not a season in the sense that they just kind of run straight into the next episode, you know, like it doesn't have its own ending at the end of the episode. It's still got to have its own arc in top of that instead of just continuing this. Yeah, which season one had very well. So yeah, I would expect the same for season two. So no, uh, deeply looking forward to it. Yeah, well, I'm done. I love season yeah, one. Not, not long that we have to wait now. So we'll so. look forward to that. As they expand season one, let us know what you thought of the season. And now that we're caught up, uh, you can let us know what you thought of the whole thing in the comments below. Like and subscribe and all that stuff. Remember, season two starts at the beginning of February. So come back for that and we'll be watching along with everyone else and theorising and analysing and whatever other ising we tend to do. So thanks very much for watching, guys. We'll see you next time.